This is show 72 of the Cloth Diaper Podcast with Danielle. Danielle is an Instagram mom who's going to share her story of cloth diapering, her cloth diaper course, and how she used reusable postpartum products during that postpartum period. The Cloth Diaper Podcast is a somewhat regular show dedicated to sharing stories of cloth diapering. I collect with, connect with parents, brands, and retailers from around the world to share their cloth diaper experiences, stories, and perspectives. I hope that through sharing a wide array of experiences and cloth diaper stories that we can better learn and appreciate how unique and diverse the cloth diaper community is. My name is Bailey. I am the host of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. I am a mom of two, and I live in Northern British Columbia in Canada. I I host the Cloth Diaper Podcast because I believe that stories are important, as we kind of alluded to earlier. I'm a cloth diaper educator and content creator and author of Cloth Diapers, The Guide to Textiles, Washing, and More. I help brands and bloggers and more kind of figure out their cloth diaper journey, and I continue to stay in this cloth diaper space well past potty training because I want to continue to support and encourage more stories. It takes a lot of work to publish a podcast every week, and I know that we don't all have time for that. I really enjoy enjoy continuing to do this and I am very grateful for your support and I am even more grateful that I get to bring stories like this to you. Danielle is a cloth diaper creator on the web and you're going to learn more about her story in the next little segment so let's avoid beating to the punch and we'll wrap up in the end. Who are you? What are you? Where do you live? Your mom kind of. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm Danielle. Um, I started my Instagram, the green mama, just to kind of promote, you know, holistic living, healthy living. Um, and one of those being, you know, sustainability and my passion for cloth diapering. Uh Um, I have two little ones. My son, my older son is three and Judah here is, um, just about he's 10 weeks oh wow he's so, yeah, little, little so he's stuff. really little um and so I am just kind of right now just trying to get by <laughs> yeah with two are they both in diapers right now Eden my older son is out of diapers fortunately oh, nice. um I did kind of a combo of um elimination communication with my cloth diapering so I feel like the two of those really helped like steamroll the process. So I got him potty trained by his second birthday, which was awesome. Yeah. I mean, we did, um, you know, nighttime diapers for a while and then, um, just kind of like pulled it from there and did the best that we could to get rid of those. And, and it's been pretty good so far. It's really nice not having, um, to worry about someone else's bladder functions. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And it was like, um, a, a slow, a slow process of just like really taking our time to eliminate diaper time. Mm-hmm. And that nighttime one is the one that you just have to like, there's not much you can do about the nighttime one. Like yeah, that's just, just like a, for it. waiting for them to be physically, emotionally exactly. ready. Um, exactly. So why did you start cloth diapering? Let's roll it back. Like what is your three years ago? Why did you decide to cloth diaper with your first son? Yeah. So I, I knew that, I wanted to do whatever I could for the earth, you know, Mm -hmm. like whatever I could to lessen my, my trash. Um, and I just, I knew I wanted to do it. And then I had a lot of support because I had my mom who cloth diapered me. Mm -hmm. Um, so that made a big difference in my ability, I think, to like, say this is possible. Like I can do this. Um, and so 
it kind of just started, I started, I got really obsessive with researching it during my pregnancy. <laughs> um, I couldn't, I was living at my parents' house at the time. Um, so I think like my nesting of not being able to like make a nursery turned into, um, research and development. <laughs> so much research, so much research. Yeah. So I just did like a crazy amount of research and, um, the more I researched it, the more I was like, okay, I've got to do this. This is, this is going to be something I have to do. So your parents, yeah. your mom cloth diapered, it was just kind of what was going to happen. And you crazy yeah. researched it. Did you learn about EC back then three years ago? How did you, how did elimination communication work into your story and into your cloth diaper journey? I'm nosy on that one. Yeah. So I, I was in a mom's group that was, there was like a woman asking about cloth diapering and, um, you know, I, I was like jumped on that, like, Oh, I'm here to help you. Like anyone that wants to talk about, you know, yeah. cloth diapering, you just are all over it. So I, I commented on it and another woman commented and was like, you should start, you should look into elimination communication. And the first time I read it, I was like, that's a lazy, like, like that's a little intense and she didn't get any feedback on it. And I was like, yeah, that was a, that was a big suggestion there. And then I, I spent some time kind of looking into it and I was like, oh, it's not really as crazy as I was thinking. You're just really like watching your child and being like, being absorbed in their, their signs and their routines. And I feel like with being a cloth diapering parent, you are a little bit more in tune in some ways just to my reason that I felt like that was like, I didn't want my diaper to leak and ruin our outfit for the day. So I felt like I was always like a little more in tune, like, okay, changing my diapers more than other parents. I noticed a lot of that. Um, so anyways, back to elimination, I just figured I'm going to try it. So when he would do the sign, my son would do, older son would do the signs of like, I have to go number two, I would just put him on the potty mm-hmm. and he started, we started doing that at like six months and it was really easy just to do that one thing, like poopy face on the potty. Um, he was a little harder, uh, but I started following this woman who was like, that's her full career now. And, um, and, and I just started trying to do as much as I could. And then I think I'm going to try to start a little earlier with, um, with him and see how it goes. We'll see. Maybe I can be out of diapers even sooner. I mean, that's like, it's kind of a struggle because you know, putting it's the diapers away. It is hard on both ends. Yeah. Uh, when I started cloth diapering like five years ago, it definitely was not a conversation and it's, you're seeing more and more people suggesting it, recommending it. And it's so interesting. And it definitely gets picked up, I think, by the cloth diapering community. We are, my son was so sensitive to peeing. So that's why I'm always curious about it. Cause like anytime he peed, he would get cranky and I'd have to change his diaper right away. So I would mm-hmm. go through so many diapers and it's like, maybe that would have been a great thing for our dynamic in our household, right? Yep, totally. I, that's like this one too, pee, like I'm like, it's, He's, he's wet because he does not want to be wet. No, he doesn't want to be wet. He doesn't want to be wet and disposable. Like he just didn't like being wet. It didn't matter. Yeah. I was like, oh, I wonder if this would have helped. Um, and so elimination communication is definitely less weird. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, <laughs> it's not as extremist as you think it is either. Absolutely. A lot of it's you probably, did you do like a hybrid model of embracing it in your family? Yeah. Yeah. I, d- I just did super, super basic with it. Like just 
when I thought he was in a poop, I'd put him on the potty and that was it. And the more I researched it, the more I was like, okay, when he gets a little older or even I could now if I wanted to, but, um, having potties in rooms and just like, every time you take off the diaper, have a routine of just like put on the potty. Um, she recommended making a noise like, or whatever your, you know, your thing is. Um, so I was like, I think I'm just gonna, I think I'm going to incorporate that mm-hmm. a little bit more at home. Um, rather than on the go is a little, a little tough, but just at home, if I could try to like get into an earlier routine of it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's so yeah. cool. And it was, yeah. I came across that in your feed when I was scrolling, you were talking about go diaper free, uh, mm-hmm. and she's a great resource on Absolutely. elimination yeah. communication. All free. I mean, she's so much free information beyond like she has a course and stuff, but oh, I so know. much free check. information. Yeah. Did you, what did your stash look like? What do you cloth diaper with? What does, um, what kind of diapers did you get drawn to and what works for your family? So I getting started and, and literally knowing no one, I mean, my, that did it too, to ask questions to, um, my mom did like, you know, the pens on us and, um, (laughs) she used, she used, she used a cloth diaper service, which is actually still around in my area. It's crazy. I can't believe they're still thriving. It's, it's amazing. Um, so she didn't really know anything about all the new lingo. So I did a lot of research and just started buying like one of every (laughs) kind. And I almost feel like it's kind of like a rabbit hole of like, it's cool now because I know, but now, but like this, you know, trying this brand, this brand, this brand. And I, what I ended up really liking was, um, fuzzy buns, which I think they're out Yeah, they're out of now. business. <laughs> yeah. And I like attacked their website when they were going out, um, which was sad because I really liked their, um, their, their, like, they had like special sizes. So they had like a small, you know, instead of like a one size, they had a small, a medium, large, extra large, et cetera. And it's interesting. Cause I asked my husband, I was like, what is your, of our stash? What's, what's your favorite? And he's like, I really like these ones. He doesn't know the name of anything, but I really like these ones. And they're, they're, they just have a snap on the bottom and the top and they're, they're, they called them perfect sizes. And, um, we both really liked those for some reason. Now they didn't have, they never had like prints and stuff that I was really in love with. Um, I really liked Nora, Nora nurseries. Um, I like all of her aesthetic. Oh yeah. She's um, got a great aesthetic. Yeah. Really cute. If I, if I ha- could afford buying more, I'd be really interested in trying like, I think it's Grovia, but the butter. Oh, the butters. Yeah. yeah. The soft. Like, those, those look dreamy. I would love that. But, but I have a little bit of everything. I have some Grovia. I have bum genius that I got from target gift cards online. It's so funny to hear you talk about size diapers. Uh, it was just like such a throwback because they're not really, I don't think that anybody's really like filled in fuzzy buns niche on the small, medium, large sizing. Okay. We can see like the size one and size two, but we definitely don't uh, see those sizes. So, so it's no, just like, it's hilarious. Don't. Cause I don't know if I've met many people who have experienced that kind of system, Mm -hmm. let alone enjoy it. So yeah, everything is a little different for every family. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, 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 I don't know if they are something that we love just because they're so simple to put on or what it was, but it is, it is like now that they're gone, I can't really recommend, you know, like I can't recommend it or talk about it. Cause like you said, I don't think it's a really a 
no i don't know i'm like trying to think about who would you recommend instead and i can't there's nothing that's quite like a fuzzy buns and she had a patent and she was like one of the ogs to this industry so i know um, i saw her on shark tank and i was like oh my gosh i have to record this episode and now she's gone and it's so sad and i try to say that like promote that with like Cause I do a, I do a cloth diapering class. Um, they started at my, I started them at my midwifery where I had my first son and I had, so I teach an essential oil class there and all the moms, um, somehow would come up and I was like, wow, there's a lot of people who really want to do this, but don't have any resource. Um, so I started doing a class there and it was really cool to see how many people want to do it. They just didn't have the support. And I found you early on in my journey of this. And, um, what I really liked about your page was, which is what I kind of share in my classes. is like, this is not one size fits all. Um, and it's about figuring it out for you and your family. So I was just really excited to see your, your approach on that because, it's a trippy little world out there with cloth diapering. Yeah, it's changed so much. So, okay. Talk to me about your courses. So you've partnered with a midwife in town to support. mm -hmm. Yes. So like a whole midwifery, um, uh, it's in Long Beach, California. And so, uh, basically it was a, it's a class for the public. So anyone could come and, you know, before this they were in person because my thing with wanting to do this was like, I just wanted to touch a diaper. Like I wanted to see one in my hands and touch it, but I could not find any stores that had them. Like it was all online and it was all reviews. And then you would like, you would find a a style and then you would review it. And then you'd find, you know, a version and a brand. And it was like, you could, you know, like there's only, there's so much information. (laughs) So, um, somebody who's like, got just the package the other day to review. And I'm like, it's just, it's so much information to try to like put out there and simplify it. Um, but a conversation, a theme that's really come up, I think in the last few recordings that I've done has been, to like go back to some guerrilla marketing, some grassroots marketing with cloth diapering. And so that's why I'm curious. So did you just like approach somebody or did someone approach you? Uh, yeah, and doing your course. Like, I think it's so fantastic that you're just like, and a reminder that we're all experts. Like you don't have to be anybody special. Not that yeah. you aren't special, but like you yeah. don't have, you know, there's no course or training that says like you have to do first before you can teach a course on cloth diapering. You can just be yeah. like, Hey, I know this. Yeah. Can I help you out? Right. Totally. Yes. So I, um, I had these moms coming and talking about it at my other class there. And I, I just was like thinking about it, thinking about it. And I, I wanted to pitch it, but I was a little nervous. And finally I just, um, you know, I built a relationship with them over time. So I finally just pitched the idea like, Hey, would you, would you, I just think this would work in with, with what you're offering. What are your thoughts on that? And, um, she came back right away. was like, I love it. That's great. Let's do it. So, um, I started out doing it really cheap. I mean, $15 a class after doing it a couple of times and spending, you know, it's like, I'm trying to get as much information as I can. It's usually about two hours. And after two hours, I was like, okay, this was like, you know, I need to, I'm spending a lot of time here. So I upped my price a little bit and not even that much, um, to $30 for the class, which really isn't that much. If I'm thinking back when I was wanting help, you know, um, and my, my, 
my big thing was like, I just want moms to be able to touch these diapers and feel them and see them and have that experience because I wanted that so badly. And they won't be stuck buying like one of every time a diaper and then figuring out what they like. So, um, yeah, I pitched it and they, they were into it and it's been really good. I'm surprised. Like there's constantly a flux of moms coming in and they post it on their bulletin board and the moms are like, Hey, I want to try this. And my big thing is I always, am like, I'm here for you after like, you're going to start this and it's going to be crazy just, just call me after, you know, like, don't be afraid to to talk to me after. And I was really hopeful that, um, I could put you as a resource, like your book, especially, um, because it sounds like we have similar viewpoints of cloth diapering. I love that. Like you're doing this like little course and I feel like I should pick your brain. I might have to send you an email. Maybe we can like a little guest post about like how you've done it and how maybe a mom could pitch it to another midwife across the country as something uh, super grassrootsy. Cause there's something about local moms connecting to local moms. Like as much as I love being a resource around the world, uh, I love it when people are able to like forge. I can't like, I'm getting kept out. I'm getting burnt out. Like I'm only one person and there's so many questions and emails and that's what we can do as a community is we can all support each other in our own little communities and get things kind of going uh when i talked to with alskabar they she calls them bleagrams they have bleagrams bleagrams i'm saying that totally wrong but they're like yeah they're little like they come for tea and they have like a little meeting with other moms and they show diapers and it's it's kind of like the same idea uh you can do courses and you can do casual things i know like a pandemic though has really like impacted how we do things but it's fantastic it's it's changed a lot yeah they, I've been doing, I've been doing on the online and they are fine. Like it's nice to do them online. Cause then more people can come from all over, but, but that missing piece of yeah, like touching. getting to like actually understand an elastic or I, mean, I can kind of show it online, but it's okay. So I also have on here is I wanted one question that we, I've been talking about in my stories this week, but um, we were talking, I was talking about um, post pad out or I was talking about cloth pads and I saw on your Instagram that you use cloth pads of postpartum? Yes. You talked to me about that experience. Why did you choose to use cloth pads postpartum and how did that work for you? I had a lot of questions about that. Yeah, I was watching, I was watching yours, very into it. Um, so I, I don't really, I can't honestly tell you where it all started, but I think that I must've saw someone, you know, mention it and, and thought like, Oh, I want to try that out. And postpartum, you know, those pads, they like, you know, the swizzle pads that they drove me crazy. It was so hard for me. So they're like itchy. So, so itchy. I sticky. Like I just felt like I was constantly getting sticky, like the sticker pad. And I just was like this. And I went through so many and I'm over here washing my diapers. And I was like, there has to be something different. And, um, once I bought, uh, I bought a pack of Charlie bananas, um, And I was like, these are amazing. Oh my gosh. And doing cloth diapers, it's so easy. Like I throw them in my cloth diaper bag. Like there's no extra, there's no extra effort. Um, so I, I, I started buying some more and I was like, what I really liked about your stories was that I made the mistake of buying, I bought some on Etsy and they didn't have the pole on the bottom. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on with this? Like, this is, this is not working. And I was like, 
it took me a while to figure out like, oh, there's something missing here. Like it's just fabric, you know, it's like fabric on fabric. I mean, some people who have lighter flows, I guess, or maybe their flow is a little different. I guess have success, but I really need, yeah, I really need the pull or a fleece layer or something in there that like is water pennant. Absolutely. Doesn't soak through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I, and I really liked support. I wanted to support an Etsy mom, but I just, there was like the, the, the quality of my Charlie banana ones. I was like, there's, they just don't. Oh, that's interesting. I'll have to check those out. Actually, I did a recording with um, Gail from Charlie Banana, and she was talking about that product lineup. You'll have to listen. came about kind of naturally, and she was saying the fun thing about pads or cloth pad lineup is that uh, a lot of moms are introducing them to their young girls who are then like having babies now and starting to be curious about cloth. And it's like this beautiful cycle. Um, I saw you creating postpartum padsicles, though, Mm -hmm. with cloth, which obvious but I also didn't it's you one of those moments that you were like of course of course you could do that uh tell me about your postpartum pedicles <laughs> yeah. let's share that knowledge with yeah yeah so that was part of the the postpartum game was like realizing how amazing those were I I was like you know what this time around I was like you know I think I can do it with my all of my cloth pads and so basically I just do a mixture of witch hazel and you could do like a little bit of aloe vera i i I like if if i have a plant handy i would like to do that but i just always feel i don't know i haven't found a good like aloe vera um then i do a little bit of lavender essential oil and frankincense essential oil and mix it all in and then just pour it all over and freeze them in a bowl so the bowl Mm -hmm. kind of creates that shape for you um good tip yes uh because without that you're like opening them and they're like really rigid Um, and what I learned with those too, um, if you don't have that pull, you get really wet, like, you know, like they're leaking, they're leak because you, you're feeling them with moisture. So I had my like Etsy ones on there and I'm like, I was just like sitting on the couch, I was sitting on the couch and I like had a puddle and I was like, what is that? What is that? No. And then I realized like, okay, I need to be, I need to make sure I'm using like my, my quality ones with a, with a liner of some sort. Um, and it was just so simple. Like it was seriously so simple. I had pads, disposal pads that my midwives left me. I went through those with, you know, using my cloth pads and then I never bought any that whole postpartum experience where I felt like I spent so much money with my first and was so uncomfortable and hated them. And I kept trying different ones and I couldn't find what I liked. And it was, it was a game changer. And I, I, I have a whole slide on them in my classes and I bring them to my classes because another, it's another thing you just have to see it and know that it's like, and well, and if, if you're cloth diapering from newborn days, like you're already doing the same load of yeah, laundry. You're doing it. You're doing it. Just, you might as yeah. well just you're doing it. Make the little, and it's a little bit of an investment, yeah. but just make the little investment and then you have them forever. And I, I have enough now that it's like oh, yeah. every period I go through them all, wash them and they're ready for the next cycle. Yeah. I don't have to worry about the store, which was something that always panicked me. And now I guess I'm not pandemic would be also panicky like there were periods over the course of the year where like you weren't really going to the stores at all and it was just nice things that were just nice to have you didn't so even nice so nice to not be worried about any of that. not worry about yeah and they last forever like I don't I have my oldest ones are like 10 and they're maybe starting to kind of finally start looking <laughs> like they might like 
Maybe I shouldn't use them. I mean, I do still use them because they're just cloth and you're just catching period blood. Yeah, there's no reason they need to be fancy. Just got to be good. Yeah. (laughs) You have been such like a wealth of information. It's so cool to see what other cloth paper parents are doing. Where can people find you? I was just snooping your Instagram uh, and you have so much incredible information here. Like if you guys go find her Instagram and you keep scrolling, there's so much. Thank you. Yeah. So I've just, that's what I've been building first. And I, you know, I'm, I'm working on a website. It's, it's, I created it and it's, it's, you know, something I'm like taking my time with, especially being like a new mom again, but, um, I'm, I'm hopeful. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm hopeful to like have all that information in one place too, where I can expand on it and, you know, like provide a little bit more than just an Instagram post. That's the hope. But, um, oh, cool. yeah, for now, Instagram's my, my, go- uh, yeah, so two M A M M A. Okay. Yes. So M A M M A, which is why I was trying to find you the other day and I was struggling and it's because I didn't put enough M's and hopefully Danielle will one day have a blog where we can find your information live when it comes. Well, it's so great chatting with you. My conversation with Danielle really has inspired me to consider how we can all do more grassroots cloth diaper education. I think we have an incredible diverse group of women who could have the potential to offer more courses and one-to-one support. We kind of talked about that last week or the week prior with Megan in the interview with Milwaukee Diaper Mission, but there is so much important work that can be done within our communities on such a local scale. And I look forward to hearing more about how you're doing that and other stories. If you want to be on the Cloth Diaper Podcast, give me an email, bailey at clothdiaperpodcast.com and find the Cloth Diaper Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and give us a follow so you can stay in the loop about the latest on cloth diapers.